0: This episode is sponsored by JSOX. JSOX is the leader in Steam Deck accessories. They have everything from cases to screen protectors and so much more. Interested in changing the color of your Steam Deck? JSOX colored transparent backplates not only give your deck a dash of color, but it also has heat, dissipation aluminum sheet that enhances the heat dissipation and helps your deck run cooler. Also, be sure to check out their new mod case that allows you to use many different accessories like a fan, battery pack, and more. If you own a Steam Deck, head on over to jsox.com. That's jsa for their full line of products. Once again, we would like to thank JSOX for their support of the show. nathaniel what's going on guys uh, uh, eric's got hey, his hey, real name right here underneath it we finally got the titles <laughs> no, that's so fun. Yeah, no, we finally we finally got them updated uh yay dennis dennis sent me a thing the other day other uh, uh, the other sunday it was like oh hey i forgot about this here you go <laughs> hey thanks <laughs> it's <was> like <laughs> Uh, I was like, you didn't have to update the whole thing. A nameplate would have been enough. But whatever, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate whatever he does. <laughs> Don't want to sound, uh, you know, uh, ungrateful in any way, shape, or form. But you know, of course, not, of course not. So, but. Uh... Yeah, so not a whole lot of uh, newsy type stuff to talk about, but we have been playing some games, so I guess we could. Yeah, I guess we could talk about some games since you know some we showed games. up. It's like, well, we're here. We might as well talk about a little something anyway, because you know, <laughs> uh, you know, why not? So um, let's see. Um, I took a break from <laughs> from Hogwarts this week. Um, I decided to. Try something different. Um, I I didn't realize that Steam, apparently, or somebody... Anyway, somehow I ended up with... I, I'd owned the original Mafia and Mafia 2 on PC. Well, when the definitive editions came out apparently i got a copy of each each one of the definitive editions for free on steam so
1: it's kind of like what with the bioshock uh with bioshock
0: yeah. one two and infinite where like if
1: you had them they're like here you go the high the high def ones
0: yeah and I, I didn't realize that so i thought well let's just see how old uh mafia runs on you know on uh, the steam deck it's a two-year-old game you know two or three-year-old uh, game at this point so i thought it'll probably run pretty good uh locking at three frames a second running on high settings and it runs great i, I ended up sitting there playing it for about three or four hours
1: <laughs> yeah i never I, I never beat the first one i just remember like you're driving those cars in the 20s and i'm like why is it so slow it's yeah. faster than 40 miles
0: an hour <laughs> yeah they're not the not the fastest cars you <laughs> know because they're so not durable either <laughs> no uh-uh, but but yeah, I, I don't know. I always liked the Mafia 1 and 2 games. Uh, I always I enjoyed loved those. loved 2. 2 was so good. That yeah. story
1: in 2 was top
0: notch. 2's the only one that I've ever played on. 360, PlayStation 3, PC... And then, uh, then when it got re-released, I bought the definitive edition and I played it again on Xbox, wow. <laughs> and it was wow, like I've played that game like three or four times <laughs> over. So I do you don't really need like to it play story.
2: it anymore, John. You just like replay it in your head.
0: I guess, but now whole. I'm gonna now I want to download two and play it on the Steam Deck and see what it yeah, looks like. But I don't. I, I probably mean, won't play the whole game. You know, I'll probably it, just try it out.
1: I think it wasn't two where I collected all the magazines. If you know what I mean. Yeah, all yeah. Had I them. think I think in three I try to, but. I just got distracted but 2 was like alright they're not that bad three, 3 did a better job of like
0: hiding I them. never played 3 so yeah, th- really? yeah,
1: three's not bad um I don't know if the story's as interesting as as 2 the combat's a little bit more polished and yeah. the, the, the driving's a little bit better but I mean still like it's not as refined as like a saints row or like gta at least when it comes to the driving mechanics nothing wrong with the cars it's just the way they kind of handle yeah i just yeah well combat's
0: good and i bought the definitive edition not so much for three but i bought it for one and two you know because one was a complete overhaul you know that game was yeah you know an old game yeah 360
1: yeah that was ancient actually wait no, was it was one on, no one. One is PC. One is PC. Yeah, one was PC.
0: Okay. So yeah, it's yeah. it's. I mean, it's pretty much the same game, just with two's graphics, you know. Mm-hmm. But this, you know, the story and stuff. So but yeah, I like it a lot. Um, after after we talked about Baldur's Gate three for so long last <laughs> show, I ended up just caving in and buying it. <laughs> it was <Ooh>. like <laughs> after the show, I was like, no, I'm not going to. No, I'm not going to. And then Sunday afternoon, I went. All right, I will. <laughs> and I uh, I downloaded it on Steam Deck, and I had read that it plays really well on Steam Deck, so I was like, well, I'll go ahead and download it and try it out. Um... Yeah, it runs really, really good. Uh, the you know, it's not optimized for Steam Deck yet, of course. So you know, there's no controller support or anything like that. But the the little mouse buttons work. You know, or the mouse touchpad thing works real well because you're pretty, pretty much just pointing and clicking, and the guys are walking. You know, so um, the graphics look really good. Um, it's a fun game. I'm not fully understanding the story yet, but you know, when you only got chapter one or whatever to play you're not gonna <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna fully understand it but runs well on steam deck because that's probably where i'll play the majority of it at so um <clears throat> but i'm not like a like i said pre-show i'm probably not going to play a lot of it. it you know i know but like Nathana said they're only doing like chapter one or whatever but you know i didn't know i think it's it act one but i don't
2: know how much of it is i just remember reading stuff yeah. about it like over the last time we're making gears it's been in early right anxious.
0: yeah and i need to see if they're going to reset it again before it officially launches you know cuz if they're not then i'll go ahead and finish you know act 1 and and then be ready uh, to carry on with but then again i don't want to wait too long cuz well by the time it comes out it'll have controller support and everything like that anyway so it's like well i'll have to learn the whole control scheme over, over again probably so but uh,
1: it's good it's good to hear the controls are good that's my biggest thing yeah is, it's such a mouse and keyboard game that and that was the thing is like that's what i didn't really i had heard bad about the enhanced edition for the switch is like you can't use a touch screen and it only works okay with the controller yeah. that's people's biggest complaint They're like, well should the touch screen should work i want to be able to <sighs> my guys yeah
0: and steam deck the touch screen works on three so you know if there's cool. something that you cool. can't get the button to do you could just touch cool. it and it'll work so does it rem-
1: i mean did, did you did you play divinity original sin 2 did you play no game? huh mm-hmm. no i mean no we know those. it's from the same we know it's from the same publisher yeah I, i'd be curious to like see how I, I imagine it's gonna it's gonna remind me of a cross between those games and you know Baldur's gate 2 yeah. i will probably buy it i'm a huge Baldur's gate fan
0: yeah oh i say definitely yeah. get it i mean it's if you're a fan definitely get it it's it's worth it. it's pretty i mean I, I haven't booted it up on my pc yet to see how it you know really looks and yeah, I mean, all day, this is
2: know. from looking at the footage of it and the stuff they've said about it is this is pretty much like, hey, uh, instead of doing Divinity Original Sin 3, we now have the D&D license, so we did Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. So, But otherwise, just like how it works, it looks very similar. And just like a lot of the different uh, things in there, it's just instead of their kind of universe, it's the D&D universe. Yeah. Is there going to be cross-play?
0: Um, I believe it's cross-play and Mm cross-save. So, therefore, I, can I think play we were on talking on about it last time
2: around. We, uh, so, it? I could play on Xbox and play with you
1: potentially, or PS5
2: or my PC. Yeah, I think so. Let me you just have to. Yeah, probably That's just right. have to check which ones crossover with which
0: in case there's any hey, restrictions look. Com- or not. But... It's coming
1: out for the Mac. They're not excluding anyone this time.
0: No, they're really not. Let me see. I know. <laughs> I know that, that kind of Stupid stuff.
2: Nintendo Switch because it can't run it. What was
1: I? There was something. There's some game that came out recently that's coming to Switch as well, and people are like, it's not going to run well. Why are they putting it out on Switch? i got to think what that
0: is. Uh, Well, one was Hogwarts is coming out. Yes, yes. It
1: was Hogwarts. They're like, how is this going to run on Switch? It's going to load
2: forever. Well, that's the one I think that they've they've got a date now for the old, like PS4 and uh, Xbox One or whatever now, but they don't have one for the Switch because, come on, like, how in the world are you gonna get that to
0: run on that game? I think that system. is reloaded the tooth. I think they're. Ho- I think they're hoping that maybe the Switch Two is going to be announced and released next year. They're just waiting to put it on. We're that. holding out. Uh, but yeah, I don't see. I don't see how that's going to run. I mean, I run it on Steam Deck on the lowest settings uh, with FSR, and I run it off my uh, internal drive, which is fast because it recommends you use an SSD to play that game. So I can only imagine how it's going to run on the switch. Uh, I mean, they might be able to pull something off with it, but I can't imagine. Well, it loading
2: wise wouldn't be different because they don't, it's not like it runs off of a mechanical drive on the switch. It's right. just not this, you know, as fast, but it's still faster than a mechanical drive. Yeah. It'd be more about like anything, optimize the, you know, geometry and texture sizes and all that stuff so that it will actually run. But, that that's not easy to do yeah but yeah I mean, so it's not... and and with Baldur's gate 3 if i buy it now i get the
0: deluxe version on pc right right yeah when the game launches or wherever you buy it or where not, yeah, not or just or PC. yeah 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 wherever you buy it it gets it's like
2: it converts it to the deluxe edition on launch day basically wherever you bought it
0: i got i got some steam credit it's looking tempting i i just went ahead and did it i knew i was going to buy it I, yeah i only played about an hour and about two hours of it says so on steam yeah. is what i played on.
2: i'll get it at some point but i have until you know like august or whatever to Yeah, I, I, because I, I i'm not gonna play it until then anyway yeah I,
1: I will force myself to finish the second game first i think uh i only have like 10 hours left from the second game should definitely
0: Oh, you'll have time then. Uh, yeah. Between now and August, uh, the end of August. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know how much they're going to be tying it into previous Baldur's yeah, they, they games at all. I have no idea. Because no, totally the, the second game, the second
1: game kind of wrapped things up, and you're kind of
2: left. Honestly, I think they'd be dumb to because it's so much of a gap between. It's how many so of long. the people playing this game would have played uh, any of yeah. those anyway? Right. Be, you know? yeah. like throw yeah, some yeah. Easter eggs or some connections yeah. in there, but don't put anything heavy because then you'll just be, you know. Everyone be like, I don't know that. I didn't play that
0: game. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that. That was forty years ago or however yeah. long. Ago. Or I did play that game, but it was you know forever
2: ago, yeah, so, so I don't remember. Yeah, so yeah. Long
0: yeah. Ago, so I don't remember. Yeah, that that would be me. Oh, I played that game, but it was so long ago, I don't remember. <laughs> I, re-
1: I remember the first game was five discs. That was crazy. So huge.
0: Yeah. Nobody wanted to go to DVDs because at that time, because you know DVD. A lot of oh, people yeah, didn't and have it, DVD players. And that, yeah, so. that
1: was that was nineteen ninety nine or
0: ninety eight. So, yeah, nothing yet. That's just crazy. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But, yeah, so the other game that I've been playing a lot of, or, well, I, I, I say playing a lot of, I played, um, I, and I don't know why I've been having a hankering to play the, uh, the Transformers uh, War and Fall of Cybertron. I used to have it on the 360, and I don't know... I must have traded it because I don't have it now. So I've either traded it or sold and, it and, or And, and it's
1: gone gone from the store, right? Yeah, you, you can't, can't
0: you can't get it digitally. You you could buy it, you know, on eBay or. But I mean, it's still running fifty dollars I mean, or more.
1: Same thing with Transformers:
0: Devastation is. Yeah.
1: I know you said you had that on PS Plus, so I went back and looked at my library. I don't have it. I was
0: like, ah. Oh. Well, must have
1: been one of those games that I missed getting, so I, I, I got would it. I
0: know I bought the physical version of it when it came out, but I think it was one of those things where, oh, well, it's it's the monthly game, I'll just add it to my library so I don't have to yeah, pull out my yeah. disc every time I want to play it, and they may have, did they give it away on Xbox, Games with Gold? They may have even given it away, I don't know, I'll have to check, because I might have it on all of them, but... There's no way there was no way to play play it on the Steam Deck. Well, I say there was no way to play it on Steam Deck. They were not available on Steam, you know. They got delisted from Steam like 6 years ago. So I was researching ways to take an image from the disks for PC and put them on the Steam Deck and run them. And you have to there's a a program you have to do that'll run it somehow, but in the in me doing research for that I actually found out that Amazon still has codes for Transformers Fall of Cybertron on Steam for sale. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, how much are they?" And it was 50 bucks, which for an old game like that is still pretty high, but it's a game you're not going to find a Steam code for and yes, some of these here. some of these third-party Steam code sites you know that sell steam codes I don't know if they sell them legally or not but you know they were selling them for 120 140 dollars you could look them up on eBay and they' the codes are there for like 15060 dollars and I'm like, that is crazy. So I bought it just on a whim and thought well surely the code will still work you know and if it doesn't it's Amazon I'll put in a ticket I'll get my money back and sure enough it worked. And they have, I could buy all the DLC from them if I wanted to, but it's all multiplayer DLC and those servers aren't up, so who wants to pay, you know, pay money for skins that's you're never going to use. So, I downloaded Fall of Cybertron on the Steam Deck and it's actually a playable game uh, according to Valve. And it is very playable because it runs at 60 frames a second with no problem on high graphics and Honestly, I think that's the way to play it because I bet you on 360. It doesn't look that good. <laughs> it doesn't look as yeah. good as it does on <laughs> running on computer, you know, high, high-end uh, computer. So, that, unfortunately, I don't have a code for War, and you're never going to find one. Um, but apparently, a few years ago, Amazon still had codes for that too because they still have a listing up. It says currently unavailable. So, <laughs> at one point, they were still selling those codes even though those games got delisted like six years ago. Um, And the reason that it kind of sparked my interest was because they, Hasbro announced that they're going to make Transformer toys of the Cybertron, War for Cybertron and Fall of Cybertron games. And I'm like, why? That game is not, hasn't been relevant in like 10 years. And you're going to, you're going to make toys of it. And people are going to go, where's the game? Can I play the game? Oh, I can't play the game. Oh no. You know, so. But, yeah, so... Because I was getting to the point where a buddy of mine has the has it on 360, and I was going to be like, hey, could I borrow that so I can make an, a, a ROM, and I'll, uh, I'll run it on the uh, emulator for the 360 on the Steam Deck. But Yeah. But fall's fine. But, man, I, I'd forgotten how really good they, that game is. It is really fun. If you just want a story-driven third-person shooter that's pretty much... A to B, you know, like uh, like Gears of War or something like that. It's not open world that you just check your brain at the door and blow stuff up. <laughs> then that's the game for you. And I, I'm having a blast with it. I'll probably end up finishing it. It's it's really fun to play on the Steam Deck. It it blows my mind how good it looks and runs on the Steam Deck for a eight year old game that has <clears throat> not been updated or optimized for anything. <laughs> but yeah so that's that's what I've been playing Nathaniel I was interested in this Blacktail game I saw you were playing it and I had heard of it I'd got some PR emails on it but I never got a review code in for anybody so I was interested in it when I saw you were playing it it must be pretty good
2: it came out like December like mid December or something so it's has been out a few months at this point but, uh, yeah, it's really good. I finished it, and, I don't know, it took me... What does Steam say? Oh, I don't have it up. Anyway, I don't know. It probably took me, like, 20-something hours to almost 100% the game. Oh, that's not bad. <clears throat> I think there was a couple collectibles or something I didn't do, but most I got a ton of the different collectibles and stuff that you can get in there and then finish it all up. So it's kind of like a riff on kind of fairy tales and like uh baba yaga because the main character is called yeah, yaga about, and the really. evil force in the forest is baba or whatever and then it's a little mystery of like because uh, you don't have some of your memories or something so you're going through and unlocking some stuff to figure out like well what happened to you and some of your friends and uh to do it, like each area of the game is kind of set by a uh, different season so you start off kind of in uh spring and you go to, like summer autumn and then end in winter And you're kind of revealing more of the story as you go. Hmm. And you have kind of like a bow and arrow is your main kind of uh, uh, attack, I guess. And you you have a couple different arrow types that you unlock. You also have like a little bit of magic, like... Kind of. It's almost like a block to start with. And you kind of get a couple different effects on it. Based Hmm. on the morality system that's in the game that kind of means... Almost nothing as far <laughs> as actual morality goes, it's more just like a meter to change some different bonuses you get, and then you are changing it based on the way you interact with some of the other characters, and then there's some specific stuff where it's like, hey, if you interact and help this character that pops up at random in the world, you'll get good points if you instead help this character over here, you'll get evil points
0: <laughs> mm, okay, so it's one of so those. don't
2: help the maniacal ant. Help the larva guy or whatever. <laughs> if you want to be good, if you want to be evil. Go help the ant queen.
0: Uh, yeah, she um, just
2: wants to overrun the world with ants. It's fine.
0: Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> that's why not. I mean, that makes sense. Right. But
2: yeah, it's kind of like a dark, whimsical feel to it, like tone-wise and kind of art style and everything it's going for. You have a bunch of different. You get like different side quests and things along with kind of like the main story and then like you get a full kind of like upgrade tree where you upgrade like oh your arrows cause more damage or it costs less materials to craft these arrows Mm -hmm. or this magic ability you know you unlock this or you can hold more items you know all like that kind of stuff is a full thing that the way that it incentivizes exploring is some like little areas of the games or even like some of the side quests will reward you with like, boom, you've unlocked this thing, now you can uh go buy it on your skill tree. Otherwise it's just locked and you don't know what it is. Mm. So it's all like, hey, go out there and find all the things. It's not a super huge map, but it's pretty decent in size. There's quite a bit of stuff to Uh, go around. It cracks me up so much because they have gnolls in the game but they call them gnolls because it's how it's spelled. (laughs) And it cracks me up. So it's just like the voice acting and all that in the game is really really good but it does have these weird little quirks on how they like mispronounce things Hmm. in some places which may or may not be on purpose. I don't know. I mean that one could just be an on purpose thing. Like we're just gonna make gnolls in this game.
0: Yeah why not? (laughs)
2: but uh yeah like there's a narrator that sounds like a Japanese like a wise Japanese guy and then the (laughs) main person is just kind of like a I don't know teenager probably 20 year old somewhere in there kind of sounding just whatever it's a mix of things and you have like mushroom factions that you can uh do side quests for (laughs) like literal talking mushrooms it's it's a goofy game I, I was a little disappointed with how it ended because like you could kind of see what they were going for but just the execution on how it was like wrapped up all the storylines was just kind of like a little bit like mm-hmm. you're trying to be a little bit too vague i think versus what you could have done but i mean it's a minor complaint the whole game was a lot of fun to play
0: yeah it looked really cool i like i said it, it uh i didn't i didn't realize that you uh that you had it and i started seeing. That you unlock this achievement, unlock that. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that game. I was interested. Yeah, now that, in that. I've
2: uh, when I finished Witcher 3, it's like, all right, now I'm going to get on to playing all these games I bought in the Steam so <laughs> I, I think like four or five different games and hadn't started any of them because I was still playing Witcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, alright, now I can get to some of these smaller games and then I finish them quicker. It's weird. It's like, hey, this is a 20 hour game versus like a hundred and whatever Witcher is. Right. Uh, it's like by the time you do all the expansions, it's it ain't short.
0: No, no, it's not. Yeah. You're, you're right about that. It's really good, but it's not short. Yeah.
2: The other game is also something I bought back in December at the Steam So was Citizen Sleeper. And this game is awesome. it's kind of like i would call it a visual novel like a cyberpunk visual novel that's also Mm -hmm. got like some uh rpg elements to it Mm -hmm. so any kind of like story segment it's just got like a whole big wall of text it actually is arranged um kind of like disco elysium where you've got like all big like all the text goes through kind of on the right half of the screen whenever you're talking to a character it's definitely not like that game in like tone or writing or anything but just kind of the layout on the screen was Hmm. but then you're also you're on like this big space station you're a kind of robot android sort of thing but you have an imprinted mind from a real human where they kind of like cloned their consciousness into a sleeper but it's not like a perfect transfer so you don't you know you don't know everything or anything about like where you came from and nobody likes you so it's kind of like almost like replicates except you're not like humans you look like a robot and you have i think this built like replicates from blade runner you have the kind of like this built-in shelf life so that's one of the mechanics in the game is like your uh condition is slowly ticking down (laughs) every day as well as like your energy so you have kind of like energy is sort of like your battery charge on your phone and then like your condition would be like your wear and tear (laughs) and uh How you interact with, like, different things around the space station. You have all these different, like, things you can click on. Like, hey, this is a bar that you can go into. Or this is, you know, a shop. This is, you know, all these different locations. And you unlock more from exploring around or doing different storylines. But how you interact with a lot of things is based on dice, like a dice system. Mm. So, like, one through six and... It's kind of like it changes the percentages, uh, percentage chances of your outcomes. So if you have like a 1, that's like a 50-50 shot for a neutral or bad outcome. But if you have a 6, that's 100% for a positive outcome. And then, you know, 2 through 5 in the middle is like different. And then your skill tree does modifiers to so that. You have like, I think, 5 or 6 different kind of skills or perk things because you unlock perks with them as well. And once you, like, leveled up a couple times, you'll get, like, a plus one. Or if you fully upgrade it, you get, like, a plus two. So whenever you're at a place, it has, like, a different stat tied to that interaction. So let's say that you're really good with engineering because, you know, you have to work on something somewhere like a ship or whatever. If it's an engineering skill check and you put in a thing in there, it'll add plus two to your dice. So it's kind of, like, making it easier for you to do those actions in the game. Hmm based on so that's how you decide what skill trees you want to do by the end of the game i had almost everything maxed out (laughs) i think it's it's not you can't quite do everything because a lot of it is when you finish story chains is when you get upgrade points Mm -hmm. but i still like i had almost everything maxed out by the end it was like this is fun it makes it a little bit easier for certain things yeah so not only have the space station, because you're an android, you can walk around kind of like in the real world, but you can also flip over into kind of like the network world, so where you're like hacking into things mm. and you know interacting with entities in kind of cyberspace a little bit. That one's you don't do as much in that uh, realm as you do the main, but you, it is kind of a fun sort of cyberpunky flavoring on the whole thing. Yeah, but it's almost just like you sort of existing. On this station, it doesn't have, like, one full-on story. It's just kind of, like, several different storylines with different characters. And then you're, like, kind of completing those. Mm -hmm. And some of them have kind of, like, story endings. But it's not, like, this full straight-up necessarily story. It has a few kind of, like, major storylines and then a few, like, little smaller storylines where you, like, meet a character and do something for them. Yeah. And, uh... Oh yeah, like how it restricts things too is like as your condition goes down, the worse condition you're in means the fewer dice that you get. Mm -hmm. And there's only one, like when you start, there's only one way to make your condition go up and it's very expensive. And then as you go, you can unlock a couple of the different things that you can do to help keep your condition up. And so, like, some some actions have risk to them. Like, this is a dangerous action. So if you fail it, you have, like, some bad consequences. So you, like, lose some condition or you lose some of your energy charges and stuff. So it's all, like, risk-reward of, like, oh, I have, have, like, a whole set. I've got, like, a couple of fives and I have, like, two ones and stuff and I want to do this thing over here. So I'll throw the five in it. And then these ones, I might try it over here where it's not as, you know, dangerous of a thing or I'll just, like, you know, use them for some other, like more free action stuff that are safe that doesn't matter if I fail them or not. So right. it's all about like where am I going to slot my dice to do all the things I want to do and progress the storyline and read lots and lots of text.
0: <laughs> but
2: I think the the thing that makes this game well worth playing is the writing is very, very good. Oh, yeah? That's good. Yeah. like it. It's just it reads like you you know it has a style that they pick for how this universe kind of works so like just some little bit of lingo but not like too heavy And then like all the characters have their different kind of uh you know mannerisms and ways of speech or just like the way that it describes what's going on it's very much like a choose your own adventure type thing Mm -hmm. back in the day where you like read some descriptions and then go forward and like maybe you have some choices when you're in like kind of a story segment but Sometimes it's just, like, going through and seeing, like, okay, here, this character says this, and you're going, and like, oh, hey, we want to go hack into this mainframe, or whatever it may be, that it's kind of, like, pushing the story on. It's just written very well.
0: Yeah. It looked really I, cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd heard a lot of good things about it, and so that's why I picked oh. it up, and... I'll
1: add, like, it to my, I'll add it to my list. Keep an eye on it.
2: If, if it's they have uh, a couple of episodes that they've added to it, and there's a third one that's not out yet, but it's mm-hmm. supposed to be quote early 2023. So I don't know if there's Ooh. any according to the Steam store. I don't know if they have any like more of a solid mm-hmm. date on it or not. But I've played kind of like the I played the whole entire like kind of base game, all those stories, and then like the first episode. And so I only have like episode two that I can play at this point, unless they release episode three. So I've pretty much played the entire game in uh, almost twelve hours.
0: That's not and bad. That's being
2: very, very thorough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's me being like I'm not gonna do like a bunch of different runs and try different things. I'm just gonna do all of the stories this time on my my <laughs> on one character.
0: Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. If you can do it, do it.
2: And I don't know if it is like just because I picked the right choices, but like you get multiple endings, and the ones I did, I was still able to play after I had done them. But I don't know if there's maybe some choices where it like actually does like final and you can't actually keep playing or not. I don't know how it's set up, Mm. but at least the ones I picked, it's like, hey, you got this ending because an achievement pops up or whatever. So I know it was like this was quote unquote an ending and then like some credits rolled and then it was like, hey, you're back in the game.
0: Yeah, I thought I had that game on Steam, but I guess I don't. Mm. Maybe we reviewed yeah. it or something like that. Or oh, that, are that, or mm. I've just seen it so much. I've seen it either on, in emails or on sales or something like that. Or maybe it recommends it to yeah. me all the time and I just don't. <laughs> 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 it could be that. I don't remember. I, mean, I think
2: it's only like a $20 game or something as well. worth full price. Uh, yeah, expense, 20 bucks.
0: So. Yeah, it's a $20 game. You can get the yeah, like... deluxe edition for 37
2: I mean, it'd be as long like, the the caveat for Steam Deck, it says it's, like, some of the text is very small. Yeah. On there, I would say that probably most of, like, the story stuff would be fine, because it takes up, like, half the screen. It yeah. It might be some of, like, just a couple of the menus or something, where some of the, like, the little sub-descriptors somewhere might be hard to read, but it would definitely be one that would be fun on Steam Deck, as long as you could read it.
0: Yeah. 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 I, I take my glasses off and hold my steam deck pretty close to my face. So, you know, I could probably, <laughs> cause I'm, cause I'm old man that needs bifocals. So it's either way back here or it's all glasses no, he... off or way up here. So, you know, my, bu-
1: my buddy that has a switch, so <clears> a lot of it in a bed, he's got this tablet holder for his neck. So it puts it like in front of his face. That's what you need. Oh, so yeah. Actually, uh, a little bit heavier
0: than the switch. Yeah, because I can see that just fall out and go bam, just slamming right in my or, face.
1: Or if he's falling asleep, you know, he's playing it like this, falls
0: asleep. Oh, uh, and wakes up with that screen just in his face. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> uh, just wake up and it's just like right here. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. My face. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But yeah, that's. I'll add it to my list, too, because it's one that it looks. it. The it looks really cool. I like the the uh, the the graphics, the style of it. it looks yeah, cool the art cool. style is really
2: nice. It seems like a, a game that like Dennis would play.
0: Mm-hmm. He may have. He may. He he's may probably
2: have. already has. I don't know. I haven't you know talked to him enough recently enough to be like, hey, have you played this? Because it's only been out for a few months. So.
0: Um. Well, I don't think he's...
2: I think he's the only show that he was on that we've done would have been like the top ten games one or whatever. So yeah, we haven't really talked or... about games.
0: Well, if he's got it, if he's played Sometimes. it, he hasn't played it on Steam because it says here that only two of my friends own it and you're one of them. So well, hey,
2: Dennis, on. if you're listening and you haven't played it, you should try it. I think you'd enjoy it.
0: He's probably, it's, or you'll probably listen to it and go, yeah, I played it. It was on the Xbox uh, Game Pass <laughs> and I, he probably played it there and we don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember him saying anything about it. I don't
2: think it's a Game Pass game, but no, maybe I have an idea.
0: Who knows? know it's, it's hard to tell so much stuff goes in and out of Game Pass that I lose track anymore so yeah I me mean, too I mean
2: if it wasn't Game Pass it would be there now because I don't think anything has ever gone into Game Pass and it left that
0: quickly right yeah, yeah.
2: it's usually like six months to a year certainly not a new game
0: right yeah because it's not a real old game so yeah I mean if it ever
2: does go to Game Pass then that makes it even even like easier like <laughs> just go play it
0: right yeah absolutely so all right, Eric, Atomic Heart. You finally booted it up, I see.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've actually been playing a little bit. I've probably played like 10 hours of it so far. Probably like a third of the way through. It's it's good. I mean, like I said before, like on the last show, it's pretty much Bioshock, only you're beating the crap out of robots. Yeah. It is it is incredibly dark. Uh, not like dark isn't scary, but uh, the game looks very dark. I got the brightness cranked all the way up on the series. S hmm. And on my TV, and it's still dark as heck, which is kind of...
2: That's it's weird. okay, but it's like, like all of the stuff that you see in trailers a lot seems pretty brightly yeah. I mean, they're just yeah. going only the outside areas, yeah. No, the outside is pretty <laughs> bright, but when you're in the buildings, it's like super
1: dark. Huh. I'm like, oh, come on, I want to be able to see, I don't want to have to, you know, right get this close to my TV, yeah. But wow. it's it's pretty good. I mean, you know, say what I was talking to a buddy today about the game, he's like, well, I won't play it because of, you know, all that stuff. I'm like, okay. But I'm like, you like Bioshock, so try it at least. It's it's, yeah. it's a good game. It's well-written, well-designed. The combat's good. Uh, it could be a few more weapons and stuff, but it, it's it's good. There's lots of little, like, yeah. kind of little, like, things for you to explore and stuff. I, it's not that long, though. Maybe 15 hours, so I should be able to beat it in the next couple of weeks.
0: Oh, that's not bad, yeah.
1: And yeah. the only other thing I've been playing is Halo Infinite with my buddy. Me on PC, him on his uh, Xbox Series X. Been pretty good. Yeah. Still playing some co-op. Uh, that game, like I said before, it's Halo, Assassin's Creed, pretty much. You pop in that map, and there's just so much to do. Yeah, it is. But it, the co-op, it is fantastic. It works great. It is a lot of
0: fun. Yeah, I haven't had it, a chance to play co-op. It is co-op so yet, much so... fun. I enjoyed yeah. the single player, so mm, I imagine yeah, it's, it's, I imagine co op is even better. So,
1: and I'm I'm not a huge Halo guy, but I, I'm definitely enjoying this. So. Yeah, cool, I'm glad. It, just just got... those two. I, I was going to boot up some other stuff, but I, just, I haven't had time.
0: I'd heard Atomic uh, Atomic Heart runs really well on the Steam Deck, so if... yeah.
1: I mean, if it, if it goes on sale or something, check it out. I, yeah. mean, it, I think it's worth it. You like the Bioshock stuff, mm-hmm. you'll like
0: it. Uh, I do have to warn you,
1: though. I think there's like a Ten or fifteen minute cutscene in the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, nobody told me about this!" Oh, so wow!
0: It's just like tuning it out,
1: but it's not. It, it does set the groundwork for the story and explain some stuff, right? I, and I kept. Um, I know you, it's been a long time, but for some reason, like the beginning, it kind of reminded me <sighs> of singular, Singularity too.
0: Oh, geez, yeah, I remember. I really I loved that. That's,
2: game.
1: that's a fantastic game, and like I got that kind of vibe in the beginning from it, you know.
2: Yeah. minus the cool time travel. Well, I a... minus the actual singularity. Yeah, I imagine that. that's <laughs> the thing. Actual,
0: the actual uh, thing uh, with the game, yeah, the base of the game. So. Yeah. But, but yeah. That's it. Just those two. Cool. Yeah, I, I, easy. God, I tell you if they'd ever get Game Pass somehow on Steam Deck. Oh my gosh. I would like that. I would like that a lot. As someone who skips around games a lot, Steam Deck or Game Pass you, on you, Steam Deck would be And horrendous.
1: you can't you can't load it to the browser, right? You tried?
0: Well, you, I could do, you know, I could do cloud. I can do uh, cloud, yeah, no problem. But not, not the same. It's not, not the, the same. same, no. I mean, it, it's it's fine if I'm on good internet, but usually in a hotel, I'm not on good internet. <laughs> yeah. All uh, I sit- need to do is just
2: make the PC Xbox launcher to be able to go on the Steam Deck. Or, like, yeah. can you not yeah. do that? Is there some weird reason? Uh, you can't
0: I don't do know. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, EA, EA has their EA Play on Steam. So I mean, I don't I don't know I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's maybe it's something they're going to do. I don't know. Uh, I, if I was Xbox, I would think that would be better than coming out. Everybody's like, oh, Microsoft needs to come out with their own handheld console. No, 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 no. Valve's already done all the work for them. All they got to do is just get Game Pass on that, and they'll still get, They don't have to make the hardware. You know, they <laughs> yeah. You know, that's the thing. They somebody's already done that for them. Let let you know, but. I don't know. I mean, I'd say at some point, especially if there ends up being a Steam Deck 2, you know, and by all accounts, I don't see why there wouldn't be. I mean, because the Steam Deck is whatever, like gangbusters.
2: The most successful Harvard valve has done by far.
0: And that's, you (laughs) know, and I've said it a dozen times before, I bought it on a whim. You know, I didn't, I, I put $5 down on it and went, I might want that when it comes out. I might have the money for it when it comes out. We will see, you know. But I will go ahead and put $5 down on it because what do I got to lose? You know, I don't have, I'm not going to lose my $5. But, you know, and then turn around and end up selling my uh, Xbox Series, or no, Xbox One X. Uh, you know, when trade-in prices at GameStop were ridiculously stupid Ridiculous. high. Ridiculous. I mean, I, got, I traded that thing in for $300. I mean, that's crazy. It's like... yeah. All right. They're never gonna offer
1: that sort of deal. Oh, man. Thanks, and, John. Yeah, you know,
0: and all I did all I did was trade it in and said, Give me three hundred dollars worth of Steam gift cards and I literally, you know, paid for almost the Steam Deck with it, you know, it's like and it's been the best flipping thing I've ever bought. I mean, because 'cause I've just Yeah. That's
1: that's that's what I did too. I had like two I think I had almost three hundred dollars in Steam gift card or uh-huh. GameStop gift cards. I'm like I haven't bought anything in like since you know, Elden Ring. So I'm going to just uh, take these and convert them to yeah. Steam gift cards and walk away and only pay a little bit out of pocket.
0: Yeah, so. I think I all in all I ended up only paying for shipping. Or no, I ended yeah. up paying for tax. That was the only thing I paid for. Thirty dollars for tax. I was it. pretty good. So, but yeah, I mean, it's and it's changed the way I game. It's changed where I buy games. It's changed. It's changed everything. And now it's like, I don't even want to pick, I don't even pick up my switch. I got the new Metroid game. Finally got it in the mail the other day and went, oh yes, physical Metroid remastered. Let me set it on the shelf. I'll play it someday. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even, I didn't even pull the. I didn't even pull the switch out and boot it up and just play it for five minutes. It's like, Yes.
1: It's like it's like I said before, you know. <laughs> you close the door on your switch, it shatters. You close the door on the Steam Deck, it punches the door aside. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs>
0: You yeah. know, yeah, now it's like, oh, this game's out on uh, on uh, Switch. I wonder if it's on Steam Deck. Oh, this game's out on Xbox. I wonder if it's on Steam Deck. I wonder if it'll run good yeah. on Steam Deck. I, yeah. I might have my I might have my brother in law convinced to get one because he was thinking it's
1: like, well, maybe I want the the Xbox like the Series S or something or maybe I want like that Steam Deck. I'm like, whoa, the Steam Deck is portable, but yeah. you can buy a docking station and play it on your, on your, on your big TV. And he's like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe.
0: So, yeah. I, he was thinking, he was
1: thinking about getting a second Switch
0: and I was like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been, I've yeah. been converted. No, at this point, I would not buy a second Switch. I would, I would wait because it's, something's going to happen in the next year or two and there's going to be another Switch or another Nintendo yeah, yeah, yeah. console. I don't know if it's going to be a Switch or not. Um, yeah. You know, but if they don't make it backwards compatible with Switch games, Nintendo's doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> like, oh, what you saying? Is they're gonna do a Nintendo? Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> they're gonna exactly. close
1: their online store for the Switch. Yeah.
0: That, that oh, that'll eventually happen. Lord. It'll yeah. yeah, that's that's inevitable. Um, ten years yeah. from now, Ooh, but yeah. it's inevitable. I mean, ten.
1: You're I, being um, generous. Well, I six. am being
0: generous. I'm being very generous. I mean, a lot of it's going to depend on when they stop making it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 So, yeah. um, just a couple of tidbit news things. Starfield. Well, Starfield officially has a release date for September. Everybody's saying the Starfield hey. was delayed again. Yeah. I because it was. Yeah, I because mean,
2: it's First half of 2023, and last I checked September, is it first half? Am I surprised? No. No, I'm
0: not surprised either. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised either, and honestly, it's probably better because there's so many games coming out in this you know the next couple months that yeah. it's probably better to push that game off and polish it well, a little bit more because it's going to
2: wait because it's coming out like what a uh, week after Baldur's gate three yeah, Rung, yeah. Rung. a week or two weeks uh, somewhere there so it's just like yeah no Baldur's gate three i've been waiting for way longer yeah. i'm way more excited for it than starfield so yeah. starfield can wait yeah and, but you
0: know and microsoft does
2: because it'll be on game pass so i can play one right
0: yeah uh, you know and the, the microsoft just doesn't want to have another halo infinite on their hands again and and you know put it out there i mean so they're gonna they're gonna delay it until they feel ready that it's that it's you know that it's going to come out you know it's playable uh, or you know up to those standards i guess is what yeah. i'm looking for
2: i mean um, this seems like okay maybe they're like we could probably put it out by you know like may or something and then microsoft is like no your big games always have bugs. We're going to knock out as many of these as we possibly can. You're coming out in September.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm fine with that. I would, I would rather it come out and be really good and really polished and as well as a Bethesda game can be. I'll say that. (laughs) I mean, uh, uh, I would be curious
2: in the alternate universe where Bethesda still just on their own company. If Starfield would have come out on the November 11th original date anyway, because they just like putting things out
0: or probably if
2: they also would have delayed it.
0: Well, and I, I figure it would have come out and it probably would have been a timed exclusive on Playstation three like the other things were. Or Playstation five, I mean. Um, I don't know why I said three. That's <laughs> weird. You know, I, I I have a feeling it would be a timed exclusive for Sony because No, so I don't scary.
2: know about that. I'm just like talking about like, hey, this game would oh, have been playing it and it would have sucked because it would have been broken right. because it was a best game. So it's maybe good that Microsoft is forcing them to push it back or you know. We don't know what the actual reason is but like come on yeah we know no, it's microsoft so. saying like guys guys you can't fallout 76 was a disastrous launch no Just fix your game
0: yeah fix your game <laughs> fix your game so and there's nothing wrong with that i like i said i'm i'm fine with waiting for it. it's it's fine um it's <clears throat> like it's not
2: a game advice. i'm super excited for anyway because i was like it's fallout in space but not colorful and fun like outer worlds was so cool it's like it's like fallout in space but with you know it looks like it's nasa yeah
0: yeah
2: yeah it's like it'll probably be fun but you know it's like oh yeah something i personally am like chomping at the bit for it's just like i'll play it at some point yeah um unless unless reviews are terrible and then i probably won't
0: yeah i'll still play it even if reviews are terrible because i usually do so. <laughs> so i usually at least boot it up and go Eh, they're right uh, they're wrong you know especially if it's on game pass it's like all right i'll just download it you know it's yeah. only taking up space on a hard drive it's not that big a deal it's not like it can't be deleted <laughs> it's
2: like i'm bored i'm going to install it was this good or not yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Nope. They were all right. Yep. All right. Deleted. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Um, or oh wow, they were wrong. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Tunic is going to get a physical uh, release in a deluxe edition. Uh, hey, from Fan Gamer. Yeah, hey. from Fan Gamer. I I put my money where my mouth is. I know I've said on this yeah. show before that if that game came out and or if they put out a book with that manual that was in the game, I would buy it. So I bought <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> that surprise me.
1: Hey, and if you haven't played Tunic, they have an accessibility mode on the Xbox for all of you that struggle with it. Like this guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, it's uh, It comes with the game, of course, on a cartridge. Um, a full-color uh, manual, uh, like what you get in-game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mini-manual with basic instructions. Um, a fold-out Pretty map, cool. sticker sheet, and a download code mm-hmm. for the uh, soundtrack. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I might have,
1: to, might have to get that. It's been on my list. I, I like the game.
0: Yeah, I like the game. I want a physical. I wanted a physical version of it. Um, and it's you know you can either get it PS4 or uh, a Switch. And then for an extra twenty dollars, you can actually get the in-game manual in a hardcover book. Um, mm-hmm. So I bought that as well. <laughs>
1: oh, and the book's only like twenty bucks. Dude. Yeah, it's nineteen it dollars.
0: it's reasonable. Yep. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's fifty. It's fifty six pages. It's nine and a half by seven and a half, so it's reasonable. I mean, you buy it and the game, and it's sixty four dollars. So, I mean, to me, that's the price of a of a triple A game anyway. So, why not? You know, it doesn't come out till July twenty eighth, which is fine. I'm in no rush to get it. So, but you do pay for it up front when they you know it's not a pre order that they they'll charge before it ships. They they charge when you buy it. So, Um, just a heads up on that for anybody who likes to pre-order games and then forget about them then go oh no it's gonna charge and i forgot about it nope you already paid for it so it's all good um but yeah i uh i enjoyed i I like tunic i ended up buying it on pc to play it so i can have it on steam deck so i'm more than happy to pitch him some money to get the book because those those pages you could find were so cool looking so to get them in a physical book I am, I'm excited just to sit and look. I love art books, so you know, I do do like to uh, sit and read or look at those sometimes when there's nothing else to when there's nothing else to do. Oh, let me pull this art book off. I got all the the Zelda ones that Dark Horse made, the really big hardcover ones for. There's like three volumes of it. Those things are awesome. If you love Zelda and you love art books, and if they're still in print, pick them up. Um, Speaking
2: of art books and things coming out, <sighs> I think in July is like uh, Elden Ring has official art books now. There's two of them. Ooh, yeah, I yeah, yeah, have yeah. them on, and uh, I pre-ordered they're, them. They're like strategy guides, right? Kind of. No, no, no. The strategy guide is another thing that oh. one of them has come out. The second half of the second strategy guide thing has not come out yet. But these are actual like art books.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, the uh, the one I added was the Elden Ring official strategy guide, Volume One: The Lands Between. Um, yeah, that's a
2: different thing that has been. You know, I have that one actually. There we go. Volume two of that is not out yet. Yeah, there's But the uh, art book. they also have the official mm-hmm. art books. Recently went on there, and they actually like just updated to where they have covers and stuff now too.
0: Yeah, the cover looks awesome on it. That yeah, looks I, really I like
2: really art books. Way. I've got a bunch of different ones.
0: Yeah, I do too. I haven't bought. I haven't bought. A lot of times, that's what I was buying strategy guides for. Not so much. The secrets of the game and everything, but I like the art in them, you know, because I've got, uh, that's why I have a whole bookcase full of strategy guides over there, just mostly for the art. In them. Yeah,
1: I think <clears throat> the only strategy game guides I still have are a couple of ones from like uh,
0: PC games.
1: But other than that, like I, I don't, I don't buy guides very much. I mean, actually, that's not true. I think I might have one of the ones for one for last of us. I don't know. If it's something I really like, I'll buy
0: the guide The last yeah. guide I bought was uh I bought the Cyberpunk guide. Uh, oh, for the that's art. Cool. But the the that was the old that was the first strategy guide I had bought since uh Red Dead Redemption 2. And again, wow. only reason I bought it was because of the art. Um mm. But yeah, I got I've got like the Fallout Ultimate Fallout oh, four dives. Yeah, guides yeah and no, stuff. I yeah,
1: I got I got, the, yeah, it's I got like, the I got the Fallout Four
0: one. I got the, the big I, one. Yeah, I bought the strategy guide for Elder Scrolls when it came out and it was like this thick hardcover just for the art. And then they did the ultimate edition with all the D L C and everything, and it's like this big. It's like it's just it's huge. It's like and I've got them over there on the shelf. I can't tell you the last time I pulled them off. It's it's been a while, um, because the my Zelda ones are upstairs, so they're easy access. But yeah, that uh, that art, Elden Ring art book's like thirty five dollars on Amazon right now. Yeah. It's like forty percent off. Mm, That's
1: okay. <laughs> I'm
0: tempted. I've been tempted because there's the the second one. What, are they both coming out in july looks like they both come out july 25th so there's one supposedly
2: and... yeah unless they delay printing or something yeah.
0: Ooh, you know they know how they, Ooh, wow yeah
1: oh the official the second one's 53 bucks but the first one's 35
0: yeah the first one's on sale for 35 i don't know if that's just a, mm. a time thing or what you know it's just who knows
1: tempting 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 I don't know
0: and the nice thing is if you pre-order them on Amazon and the prices go down, that's what they'll charge yeah. you when it charges. Charge I'm GPL. tempted to
2: remove my pre-order for the guide, the volume two of the guide, because the first volume didn't have as much art in it as I was expecting. Yeah, Because it's just, it's dense with so much material. It's like, it does have some decent maps and stuff, but yeah, it's like, not as much art as I was hoping so I was like hey now that there's actual art books maybe I'll just like skip the volume 2 of the guide
0: yeah yeah the art books would be really cool it's not like
2: I need the guide I've played that game so much and then you know if I ever need to look something up the internet exists yeah exactly <laughs>
0: yeah. and you know that, and I'd like I say that's the only reason why I usually buy the strategy guides if they don't have an art book it's like well I'll buy the strategy guides it usually has yeah. 40 pages in there of just art you know or art throughout the book so it's usually cool to just have and set on the shelf and look at I like I like art books. I Always have. I've got a. Uh, do you remember folklore for? Um, PS3, PS3, yeah, yeah. yeah a there little
1: bit was of an expensive EP- RPG these days. Well, not horribly, but still a little bit
0: pricey. Is it? I see. I have a copy it's of. It's like it. a
1: forty or fifty dollar
0: game. Oh, that's not I bad. Played, I figured. I played it
1: the cool. demo back in the day, and I thought it was kind of cool. But you know, it was the first ten PS3 game.
0: We got. I was working at GameStop when that came out, and we got an art book for it one art book for it. And I don't know if it was a pre-order bonus or if it was one of those things they sent the manager and he thought it was a pre-order bonus. It's a big art book about this big. I mean, it's it's like a coffee table size art book. It's really thick. I still have it. And I've never seen, I've never seen it before. Never seen it anywhere else. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know the story behind it. I don't know if it was one of those. A lot of times they would send things to you know GameStop managers promotional things like they'd send yeah, out to the yeah. press and stuff so i don't know if and he said was... any said it
1: any said it's an art book
0: yeah it's like a big coffee table size art book there was a small art book that was the exact same thing but this one is like five times the size of it it's really big huh. um, and i don't i don't know i i ended up taking it taking it home because nobody wanted it you know cuz it's like uh you know, it's like folklore nobody wants well, yeah, that, that game looks weird. I'm like, I think it looks awesome. And I bought it and played it. It was really cool. It was very different. Um,
1: oh, there's a... Oh, uh, interesting. There is some sort of promo art book. I found one on eBay, actually. 300 bucks. What? <laughs> I'll, I'll drop you a link. This might be it.
0: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll tell you if it is or not. That's
1: kind of cool. That's interesting. Um,
0: yeah, there's this one. Yeah, there's a picture of it. Let me see here. Hang on. let me. that it? It's a big,
1: it's a big, kind of cool thing. Yeah, it's
0: All definitely right. a... Hold on, everybody. Discord's going to go janky for a second because I got... Yep, that's it. I can tell you by the link just as cool. soon as I look at it. That's it. That's neat. Um, I've never
1: seen something like that before.
0: Yeah, it's... Wow, so they've got the game and the art book, and they want $300 for it. Holy fright. Somebody's somebody smoking to something there. I don't know. Jobs are getting some more Steam games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a cool art book. I mean it really is, but man, I don't know if it's worth no three hundred dollars.
1: Oh, here's, here's here's the book. That an auction ended back in January of twenty twenty three for a hundred bucks.
0: Okay. Well, still that's crazy. I wouldn't pay hundred dollars for it, but I mean you know, I mean it is what it is. It's yeah, not like it, something. It's,
1: Speaking of things, I I was after, I was watching The Last of Us show with my wife and I was like, you know what? I used to have that Last of Us packs poster from Pax mm-hmm. and a shirt when they announced the game. I got rid of them, obviously. I'm like, well, let's see how much they're worth now. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. They're, worth like, they're like 300 bucks. I was like,
0: oh crap. Yeah, that's crazy. But,
1: but, it, but I'm like, oh, the other stuff, like it was only the shirt and the poster. They gave us like something else, like a postcard, that, that piece of it's not worth anything.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like,
1: man, that show, just people, it's crazy. Like, I have the last, you can't see behind me because it's Blurred, but I have the last of us from the first game, the Survival Edition, which is between the Vanilla and the Collector's Edition. It's like a tall one. has an art book and some other stuff in yeah. it. And it took me a little bit to get. I, I had bits and pieces of it, and I kind of had to acquire that. And it, it wasn't worth much before the show came out. Maybe maybe like 70 bucks. Now it's like $200. i am like, yeah, I'm not getting rid of it. I'll never be able to get that again. So <clears> I, don't, I, I will remember. keep it and it sit on the shelf.
0: I don't remember what one I had. I had, it wasn't the collector's edition because it didn't have the statue. I had. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: those. I had a crap ton of those for the second game. And my buddy just sold the one he had. I think it came with the backpack and the Ellie statue. He got like 300 bucks
0: worth
1: it. Like, yeah. That thing was worth like 50 bucks like three years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the uh, yeah, one that okay, I had. Yeah. I had the, the well, no, mate, that's a collector's edition too. The one I had, it was for PS4. It came with the.
1: Is it the, like the one with the steel book? Like the. It had one? the
0: steel book, and it had a hardcover art book with it. Mm-hmm. And it oh. was like it was in a big box. It was like this tall. It was the size because it was a big. It was the size of the book. Maybe? Huh? Maybe it's? Huh? Well, yeah. Uh... And it wasn't the collector's edition because every it, one of the collector's editions I click on, it's the it's got the statue is that, with it.
1: Is that for the first? Is that for the first game? Uh huh. That's the survival survival edition. Then
0: that's what you have. you the same one. Oh uh, okay, all right. Yeah. The one that's in between the. I I as well. I wanted the collector's edition with the statue, but it yeah. sold out oh. so quick. Oh, you don't even want to know if
1: that statue. Is like a, it's like $500. it's like five hundred
0: dollars. Yeah. So yeah. There it is. That's the. Well, it looks something like that. Oh, that's the U.K. version. Okay. The American yeah, it's, version it's, was a little different.
1: And the comics, too. They had... Well, Last of Us comics were, like, dirt cheap for a long time. They're from Dark Horse, I think. There's, like, four volumes, pretty short. Now, yeah,
0: it's horribly expensive. Yeah. Oh, there it is, but it doesn't have... somebody selling it with the the game and the book, but it doesn't have mm-hmm. the... The
1: uh, stickers or the other pieces. Yeah, it doesn't have cover. any of the
0: other pieces that came with it. So, uh, and they went like eighty bucks for it. It's like, yeah, somebody, needs, nah, somebody needs to buy that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but three hundred dollars, <laughs> someone three hundred dollars for that folklore. And I mean, I've got, Ooh. I have a box just of stuff that I got when I worked at GameStop. I have a. Uh, mirror's edge messenger bag, it oh, looks just cool. like the bag that she carried at mirror's edge. Uh, that was a pre order yeah. thing that they had, and we yeah, had time. Yeah, I remember. people were breaking their necks to get that thing after the game came out. They're like, Oh, what well! It was a pre order bonus back when they used to do really cool pre order bonuses, and they really don't anymore. Yeah, now it's not. It's, there's a couple skins, yeah, it's all digital stuff. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I've got. Another short one this week. Um, If you follow us on Twitter, I put out a tweet. I meant to put it out earlier, but I was so busy today I didn't. If you send us a question over DM and we read it on the show and answer it, I will send you a Steam game. I have a, ex- oh, right. I have a list of Steam oh, right. games that are ridiculously long. Time for so. me to ask a question. Yeah. Send me some of those Steam games. Well, I think you have access to the list of of the codes oh, anyway. If you up. really wanted to, I mean, uh, it was actually, like I
1: I do have some stuff I need to add to it. I got some stuff from um,
0: reviewing a couple
1: of things last year, and they just gave us extra codes. I'm like, these oh, are just sitting
0: here. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I'll make when we get done here. I'll make sure you have humilic, access to it. Yeah. I got some other
1: stuff I can add to it, too. Stuff I've had for a while that I'm happy to give away. Please.
0: Yeah, take it. So just <laughs> follow us on Twitter. You don't, Or you even don't have to follow us on Twitter. At go underscore podcast. The yeah. DMs are oh. open, so you don't even have to yeah, follow yeah. us. Just shoot me a DM with a question, and we'll read it out on the show and talk about it, and I'll turn around and I'll send you a Steam game. I mean, <laughs> I have Steam games all the way from Gotham Knights all the way down to, you know, cheapy indie games that you probably never heard of before that are great. So, I mean, yeah. who knows what you'll get. I'll just randomly pick one out of the thing, especially since there hasn't been any news and stuff like that. It'll give us something to talk about other than just, mm-hmm. you know, so. And it'll give you an incentive to send it in. So. <laughs> and I'll get rid of this list, this Google Doc list of games. I, I don't <laughs> even know how much is on it. I really need to collate it because there's a lot of games that are the same. So I need to, yeah, you know, I need yeah. to. I need to go through and put all the same games together so I know what's what, but it's getting stupidly long. I mean, Humble Bundle, the Humble Bundle monthly thing came out and I had all the games, or I needed all the games on it except for one, so that went on there. Then they did the... uh, the support the earthquake thing that was like 50 games for like $10 or $12 or something like that. So I did it and I had... 80% 80% of the games, but there was like five or six of them that I already had. So I threw them on there. It's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger folks. So <laughs> it's like their games. I, I I'd like somebody to have, you know, their steam codes will never go bad. So just shoot us a DM at geo underscore podcast. And, uh, chances are you'll get a free steam game. So go for it. Um, but yeah, if nobody has anything else, we're going to call that a show. um, we should be back in two weeks, as far as I know. I don't think two weeks from now is anything special. If it is, then we'll figure it out, and it'll be in your podcast catcher, or, or it won't be. Well, you know, I don't know. As far as I know, two weeks is what we're planning on, as usual, unless something big comes up that we need to talk about beforehand (laughs) at this point it's march it's slow time of the season for news and stuff so you know it's it's a slow time but you know e3's coming up and, and the xbox thing's coming up and nintendo's gonna have a thing coming up in a few months so there'll be there'll be lots of new games to talk about so all right guys well thanks a lot for hanging out and listening to us and we'll catch you all next time see you later podcast is part of the Gamers Lounge radio network. Get more gaming news and shows at www.the-gamers-lounge.com